Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Perhaps one of my favorite passages in all of Scripture is Romans chapter 12. And the reason for that is because of the change or the transformation that we're called to make as Christians. In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, Paul says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that word transform there, in effect, means metamorphosis or that caterpillar to butterfly effect in our own individual lives. And there's so many things that we find taking place, not only in our day-to-day lives, but also in our worship, in our lives with one another as Christians, as brothers and sisters in Christ, but also in our daily lives with our fellow man but also in our daily lives with our spouses. And that's where I want this podcast to go this morning. You know, one thing that has been true of every marriage ever performed is that the couple getting married truly believed that they were going to live happily ever after. And if not, then why get married? If you are a parent, one of your greatest desires for your children is that they grow up, get married, and have a joyous, healthy marriage. Too often, however, Wedding day fairy tales turn into a marriage of horror stories. Often marriages have bad endings because they didn't have the right beginnings. God wants every marriage, every married couple to live happily ever after. And it can be done. But fairy tale marriages don't just happen. They require hard work. In fact, it takes very little work to have a bad marriage, but it takes a lot of work to have a good one. I recall one time giving a lesson on marriage, a Bible class. And one of the things I had asked in the Bible class was of an older couple who had been married over 50 years. And I asked them, what's the secret to your marriage having lasted so long? And they said, there's no secret at all. It was a matter of hard work. You see, if two people are madly in love, why is marriage so much work? Well, the question contains the answer. Because marriage involves two people. People who carry into the marriage two totally different sets of expectations. The vast majority of people who get married go into the marriage focusing on what they hope to receive rather than what they want to give. Then, when they don't get from the marriage what they expected or what they think they deserve, they quit giving what they should to their spouse. This is a vicious cycle that is hard to break once it gets going, especially when both partners are caught up in it. When the honeymoon is over, and the thorns on that rose of marriage become visible, we tend to do one of these three things. One, we lash out, getting into a tug of war over whose expectations are going to be met. Marriage becomes just a movement from one conflict to the next. Two, we pull in, with one person just giving in to the other. Many times, communication stops completely, and when that happens, no one is happy. Finally, too many people take off, giving up and just quitting altogether. None of these three behaviors work. The secret to having a joyous marriage is found not in changing your spouse, but in allowing Christ to change you. That transformation by the renewing of your mind to being more Christ-like. We need to understand that it is the Lord who is able and willing to change people from the inside out. 
But of course, the desire to change must be present within ourselves too. If that is our desire, and as we approach Him in prayer, let us ask Him to help us change any habit, any behavior, or any thought pattern that does not bring honor or glory to Him, our marriage, our families, or our lives. May God help us not to focus on trying to change others, but to humbly welcome Him into our life to work at changing our own lives. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. It's my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him in all things. And until next time, God bless.